imagine people thinking and considering you to be the greatest rock band of all time. So I think it's probably fair to say that Led Zeppelin is considered by most, by many, to be the greatest rock band of all time. And yet there are seemingly infinite numbers of videos of 10-year-olds covering your music <laughs> perfectly. So here's the thing. I, I would go so far as to agree with every single person who has ever called Led Zeppelin the best rock band in history. I would say, yes, they are. And they still suck. This is the best that this genre can do. And it's fucking awful. The best rock band yeah, is still terrible. the worst music. It sucks. It sucks. Go home, start over, and come back when you have something good for me to hear. Because this is not it. Yeah, no. I just think that for, for me, it goes back to the way back to the Tool episode. It's the same concept. If a 10-year-old or younger, actually, there are plenty of videos of literal children playing your songs as good as you do. Yeah. Maybe you're not that talented and maybe you're not that good. Why are we impressed? Maybe what? maybe I shouldn't be impressed if an eight-year-old can play that guitar part. What are we impressed about here? Like, what is the thing that we're, oh, wow. Children's music. Yeah. Kids can do this. If a kid can play your guitar riff and drum parts flawlessly. Show me an eight-year-old kid who can sing like George Jones, and then I'll lose my mind over some shit. Yeah, good and luck. I'll get real impressed right around the time that happens. And it's not going to happen because you're fucking not going to find that kid because that's what talent sounds like. And Led Zeppelin has got to be one of the least talented bands. But... They are the best rock band in history. Well, I feel like people are probably going to have a problem with us saying this. They're the best that rock can do, but it's still not good enough. It's really not that hard of a concept. I think part of it, though, goes back to something. They have an advantage over most other bands. Dinosaurs still existed when they started. <laughs> Pretty sure that Jesus himself tried out to be in the band. You mean actual Stegosaurus dinosaurs? Yeah, that's how fucking old they are. Yeah. Well, here's what I really love is as old as they are, the people whose job it was to talk about music always hated them. This band did not get good reviews. This band got terrible reviews because it's very bad music. Well, we're just keeping this story alive then. This band got such bad reviews that they once put out an album with no title just to try to avoid having it be reviewed. Just no title. Led Zeppelin Just 4. Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin 4 is not the title of that album. There's no title of that <laughs> album. Even they, though the they put out an album with no title because they didn't want it to get reviewed. <laughs> All right. So right out of the gate, I think a lot of people probably think that Led Zeppelin is synonymous with Jimmy Page. Like Jimmy Page is Led Zeppelin, basically. Mm -hmm. And he is one of the worst guitar players that I've ever heard. Mm. A terrible guitar player. Mm. Absolutely, just sloppy as shit. I mean, yes, I know you like the albums and I know that they sound good to you in your ear holes when you listen to them. But here's the thing about recording studios is that that shit's not real. That's not what that person can do. It's not what no. they sound like when they play the instrument that they pick up. If you want to know what this band sounds like, watch any live footage of Jimmy Page being the worst guitar player you've ever seen. That's because in the studio, there's a little trick for all you non-music people called comping together. Yeah. <laughs> so Jimmy Page could sit in the room and record the same riff 150 times. Goes back and picks the best takes of literally every single note that was played and comps it all together to what you hear. The difference is when you see them live, they can't do that. Yeah. So when you see Jimmy Page fumbling through his guitar parts <laughs> alive like a fucking Stone Age man that he is, mm -hmm. that's the true Jimmy Page. Yeah. That's the real Jimmy Page. When you hear Robert Plant not able to quite hit those notes mm -hmm. and wailing on that's the real Robert Plant. And when you hear Led Zeppelin ramble through. Ramble on. Fucking Four minute, five minute songs, but they were do it live and it works out to be 12 and 15 and 20 minutes because they don't have the talent and the know-how to be able to just end a song. In the studio, it's easy. They fade them out. In live, they can't do it. 
I just think maybe the sound guy could have just like faded them out while they're still playing. Like Normally I have things to add, but I have nothing to add to that. Mark Mosley, you nailed that point. Thank is, you. Is all I have I to appreciate say. appreciate that. You did a really good job on that. Thank you. <clears throat> I know my Led Zeppelin. But one thing you failed to bring up about Jimmy Page is that his acceptable range of dating ages for women apparently includes middle schoolers. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, the list of fucked up yeah. things that Led Zeppelin has uh, allegedly done is so long. Oh, they, we, you use the word allegedly right there, and that that applies to certain things like the mud shark story or whatever. Right, right. But stewardesses. It's it's, it's allegedly. It is not alleged that Jimmy Page dated high school. I think they're girls. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's I think, fair. I think they're, they're that's fair. Middle school age yeah, girls. girls. Yes. Yeah, young. They're not women yet. Young girls. Like, I guess I don't know what I think. And, I don't think that would the way to, way we could have started this podcast this episode is by saying this is going to be an entire season dedicated uh, to Led oh, Zeppelin. We're oh, going to do a twenty-five part oh, documentary series yes. about Led Zeppelin. We could do a whole podcast about how much this band sucks. We could start an entirely other podcast and do seasons yeah. about this band. There are infinite numbers of fucked up things that this band has been accused of doing and or done and or stolen. Dude, this is the thing too. I was going to say real quick. When you release this number of, of albums, it's just like the law of, what is the law of? Uh, averages. Averages. At some point, just strictly by, yeah. you put out- Thousand monkeys in a room. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I think that's arguably basically what happened with Led Zeppelin is that eventually they put out a song that people latched onto and said, oh my God, this is genius. Yeah, well, they wrote 300 songs before <laughs> that, dude. I don't know if they wrote all those songs. But uh, they stole 300 <laughs> songs before that. They legitimately stole at least 20 records worth of music. Yes, yes, yes. Especially if we're using records in the correct way to mean singles, where an A side and a B side right. is a record. Uh -huh. Yes, they definitely stole, stole that many <laughs> songs. I feel like. Led Zeppelin is one of these bands, sort of like the Beatles, where you have to like it and shitting on it becomes this sort of fun, you know, contrarian thing it's to Beatles. do. It's the yeah, Beatles part yeah, too. Yeah. So what I would like to do instead of focusing on what everyone knows we're going to talk about, which is how Robert Plant says the word baby too many times or Jimmy Page is a bad guitar player, I would like to skip straight to the heart of this sacred cow, which is John Bonham. Everyone thinks that John Bonham is the best drummer that ever happened in mm -hmm. rock history. And all that dude was, was drunk. <laughs> Fumbling <laughs> through his and, drumming. And I'm drunk right now, so I'm not drunk. You're basically John Bonham. <laughs> I'm not drunk shaming him. <laughs> I'm not drunk shaming no, it's him. Not about, but basically, you're saying that you're the John Bonham of podcasts right now. Okay, I'm so serious right now. When you ask someone what makes John Bonham such a good drummer, they start talking about how hard he hits yes, his drums. Yes, yes, yes. I, you know what's crazy is that you knew what not, I was going to yes, say. I am not a musician. You're not even a musician. I, do, I am not a drummer. And you I knew. I knew that. Yes. What I was going to say. He just hits the drums so hard. He just he just wails on those drums like as if that is a quality of makes a good drummer. What? What? And actually, let me spell the word that I'm saying right now. It's not what, W-H-A-T. It's W-A-T? It's H-W-H-A-T. <laughs> John Bonham hits his drums hard. Therefore, he is a great drummer. What? I mean, I feel like... My dick is hard most mornings when I wake up. I'm pretty sure I don't have the sweetest dick that has ever existed. Well, maybe you do, I mean, dude. Or, maybe by this or, standard you do. First of all, it's a pretty sweet dick, but it's not the sweetest dick that's ever existed just because it's that hard. I don't know. I don't know, dude. Don't by this standard, maybe you do have the sweetest dick on earth. <laughs> sweet dick, dude. That's okay. Saying that John Bonham is a great drummer because of how hard he hits his drums is like if you said that I was a great driver because every time I get behind the wheel of a car, I floor it yeah. as soon as I get the get Tyler started. is the best driver because he goes so fast everywhere he goes all the time. As soon as the <laughs> engine's going, I'm just like, <laughs> greatest driver of all time, Tyler Coe. Great driver. Give him all the awards. Tyler doesn't even have his fucking driver's license. I'm positive that someone's freaking out 
out right now. Dude, bro, 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 bro. John Bonham's right foot, John Bonham's right foot, the, the best thing that ever happened in rock music. Okay. With a squeaky ass drum pedal. All right. That is very specifically something that I would love to talk about. But before we get into that, can we address the fact that John Bonham ripped off that uh, sounds like a double kick on a single kick thing from Vanilla Fudge's drummer? And Vanilla Fudge's drummer even hit up Bonham at one point, like, yo, what are you doing right there? Like, that's so cool. And Bonham's like, why are you asking me? I stole it from you. <laughs> yeah. And Vanilla Fudge's drummer was like, what? Yeah. And Bonham, was, <laughs> and Bonham told him, no, listen to what you were doing right here. And oh, yeah. Yeah, I did do that. You're, yeah, you're right. I, I actually literally just stole it from yeah, you. I did do that first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, my guitar player stole that part and my singer stole that part and my bass player stole that part. That squeaky pedal is unreal man here's gonna be a really good thing is i I promise you there are so many people who love led zeppelin who's listening to this right now and they've never had this said to them when you notice john bonham's squeaking kick pedal in led zeppelin recordings yeah there's before and after you're fucked that's it soon (laughs) as soon as you notice that you're never gonna not hear it again and 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 honestly we talk a lot about how you can hear music in a bar and it's crowded and you don't hear it that well and it's fine because you don't hear all the imperfections like I think Kiss and Fleetwood Mac are two bands that we talked about like that. Led Zeppelin is another band that you always hear in public, but guess what? That fucking squeaking kick pedal is loud enough to where you're still going to hear it even if you're drunk at the bar. Like on the ocean, oh, you're going to hear it so loud. I feel like I, I feel like you should take the you should take the time. How? How? The thing is, it will How ruin. How does this make it through to the fuck? Okay. How the fuck is no one professional enough to be like, how did no one fucking hear this, man? How did no one hear this fucking squeaking kick pedal on one album is my thing. And here's my other thing is it ain't just on one album. They just let him use this fucking kick pedal over and over and over and over again. It's on, I'm pretty sure, every single Led Zeppelin album. They're trolling people because if you think about it, the person... No, I think they're that dumb. The engineer recording it for sure isolated the kick drum at some point to tune the kick drum. Had there's no way someone didn't hear that. No way. It's got to be a joke. Someday, like on his death, by the engineer's gonna go. Oh, by the way, gotcha. I honestly don't think so. No. I honestly think they were all just that bad at their jobs. Jesus. This, this, that, this if, is if the kind of true, shit. If that's true, Led Zeppelin should be deleted from rock and roll history. Again, this is the best rock band that has ever existed, and this is the shit we're talking about. Squeaky ass bullshit drum pet kick pedals, which is the easiest solved thing in the universe. I gotta believe there's a bottle of WD-40. John Bonham seems like a genuinely unpleasant person to even be around. I have stories, but I'm not gonna share them. But there's really not a lot to talk about there. It's just like, yeah, that guy sucks. He's a four alarm douche. It's not a really interesting conversation to have, but he just seems like a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Pretty big. Seems like a total asshole. The list of stories that exist. If you want to, for fun, search individual band members by name in like drama or fucked up stories. Every single one of them has got a line of shit stories. Going from Bonham, who everyone wants to put on a cross to the Banshee, the Banshee. Most of the shit that you hate about your least favorite bands is his fault. And, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, we're, we're, we're Robert Plant. He, this guy's the worst. Mr. Plant, if you will. What are you talking about, man? He's one of the greatest singers in rock and roll history, dude. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, man. He sings so well. Like, goddamn, he's like basically a guitar. I could honestly probably handle this band if Robert Plant wasn't the singer. You would like them better without Robert Plant. Oh, do, would you not? What if they were just, I think Led Zeppelin would make a good, they were just- uh, Instrumental? Instrumental, yeah. yeah. No singing, no lyrics, just fucking instruments. Squeaky drum battle and all. So here's what's a deal breaker for me. And that's- Baby, 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 woman, 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 oh girl, oh girl, oh girl. 
Yeah. Deal breaker. That was pretty. That was pretty good rendition, dude. I like that. I can't do any of that shit. And that's so many songs. That is a lot of songs. If you sat Robert Plant down and you were like, "Hey, guy, what you're doing? Love it so much, woman." But here's the deal. You need. We found out that it's actually illegal for you to say the words "baby," "woman," "lady." And girl. The whole album doesn't exist. There's no there's no words. This dude is like, oh, we'll pack it in. I'm done. I've got nothing. Yeah. I have nothing. I don't know what to I say. If you were to take uh, want love, it's the other generic word that he uses all the time. Those well, words. No, 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 no. They Well, okay. So, I mean, this is another thing we could talk about is all this band's songs are just about fucking. Like, whole lot of love is not about a whole lot of love. Are you fucking kidding? That's yeah. so sweet. He's if talking you, about his dick. It's so cute if you do think that that's yeah. what that song's about. No, God no, bless no. your heart. I love you so much. Like, I, I'll, I'll hug you in person. I can't wait to meet you at a bar and talk to you. But that song is about him power fucking someone <laughs> is what that song is about. <laughs> this song is about him Every single stroke, taking his dick all the way out and just smashing it all the way back in. That That is what every Led Zeppelin song with the word love well, I was gonna in say, it is I was gonna about. Say, in all fairness, yeah. there's two things that every song is about. is about women, sex, and Lord of the Rings, wizards. Mm. Robert seems to maybe be obsessed with Lord of the Rings at some point. I wouldn't be surprised if he had a Lord of the Rings dick tattoo. Maybe he's got like, you know, Gandalf on the side of his cock. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Or Frodo Baggins on his balls. Yo, do me a favor real quick if you're listening to this podcast. Which you uh, are. You're obviously listening to this podcast. Do you think they're listening to the podcast right now? They're still listening. (laughs) Yeah, I guess they're listening. Yeah. We really need you to subscribe wherever you're listening. Hit the subscribe button. Definitely make sure you're subscribed. We've got merch now. What, shirts and pins and stickers and stuff? Yeah, on the website. Go to our website, yfbspod.com. Just do it. Just do it. That would be a good slogan for something. we should make a shirt. Okay. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Well, this guy is clearly a nerd. I mean, he writes songs about, literally writes songs about The Hobbit. It's like he is obsessed with Tolkien. Song after song after song after song. They also use Norse mythology. Dude, we get it. You're a dork. (laughs) You're white. (laughs) That's some book reader bullshit. Like, that's some shit where it's like, oh, I read books. Oh, man, I read this fucking 500-page Dungeons and Dragons manual. Yeah, you did, you fucking dork. Do you want to know who never sang songs about that kind of bullshit? Van Halen. Van Halen never fucking wrote a song about That's The true. Hobbit. Fuck no, 100%. Van Halen has never written a song about Vikings. The, the race or whatever. Just partying, man, having a good time. Real rock and roll. Half of Led Zeppelin's songs are about nerd shit. Half of their songs are about fucking, yeah, that's cool. But the other half are about straight up AV club nerd shit. This is a literal curly haired dork singing, wailing about trying to get laid all the while being a oh, dork girl. that read oh, girl. every Lord of the Rings book probably five times. I was honestly thinking about this coming here. I was like, I wonder how long it's going to take for one of us <laughs> to break into a Robert Plant impersonation. There's so, there's so many of them, though. There's so many just unnecessarily drawn out nonsense. As a lyricist, I think that we should probably consider Robert Plant as a direct predecessor of Anthony Kiedis. 
I don't think that we get to Anthony Kiedis without Robert Plant. Mm-hmm. Robert Plant even has a fucking song about going to California, honestly. <laughs> That's right. I just thought of that. It's not even in my notes. But yeah, here are some Robert Plant lyrics. <sighs> this might be an Interpol situation where like, I break down laughing in the middle of it. I'm going to try to get through this. I really am. Okay, um, you can do it. I believe in you. It, happiness, no more be sad. Happiness, I'm glad. If the sun refused to shine, I would still be loving you. Mountains crumble to the sea. There will still be you and me. <laughs> so, so, so here's the real situation with Robert Plant is he starts off bad. This is just a pub singer, just a dude who sang in pubs in England. If you told me that he was like a singer for a cover band. Well, no, he was. I mean, yeah. well... First of all, Led Zeppelin is a cover band. It's a cover band that said, and this is mine now. You know that like, oh, yeah, that, yeah, like yeah, meme yeah. of like- I did that. This is mine now. Yeah. This is mine now. Yeah. That's Led Zeppelin. But have you ever seen footage of Robert Plant? Live footage of Led Zeppelin, you can see Robert Plant. And he, for some reason, seems to think that his voice is an instrument that needs to be involved in guitar solos. Have you ever seen this? Page will play a lick and then Plant will try to mimic it with his voice and he never actually can. So I don't, people act like it's super impressive that he makes a third of the sounds with his mouth that Page makes on the guitar. People are like, ah, it's crazy. I just assume that it's like battle of the egos. Jimmy's getting attention. I have to sing over the top of him. Watch me sing this. I can sing that guitar note and watch me do it. It's really- I can do it live. And 15 fucking minutes later, everyone's fucking falling asleep or passed out on the fucking ground. Well, here's what's really funny. And what I'm talking about is Paige will be like, internet? Yeah. And then Plant will be like, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. Yeah. And, but here's what's really funny. is it's like some, they're talking. Sometimes, you can find footage of this, sometimes Plant will try to improvise lyrics on the spot. And that, to me, is some of the funniest shit that ever has happened in the history of mainstream rock music because this is a band that can't even write their own songs in the studio when they have time to just do it at home and bring in songs instead of stealing music from blues musicians. (laughs) And they can't even write songs there. Yeah. So this motherfucker gets so high on being on stage in front of all these people who think that everything they do is great. He gets so high that he thinks he can just fucking skit scat skadoodle a song mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. make up lyrics, dude. This is not in your skill set, Robert Plant. No, skit that old daddy. By the way, I think Robert Plant lives in Nashville. He so does. Like, there's a very real chance that one of us could run into him in the grocery store. I don't know what I would do if I met Robert Plant. I'd probably just say, uh, Robert, hey man, it's real nice to meet you. I have a podcast you should check out. Robert, I have a lot of questions for you if you hear this. Um, I would like to know what the vocal effects being put on your voice are from about Houses of the Holy on in the Led Zeppelin discography. Wait, there's records after Houses of the Holy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and th- but there, do you know what I'm talking about with his voice? Like it's, yeah. It's, oh, it's, yeah. it sounds like it's like in a bucket underwater yeah, on dude. another continent and it's being faxed to you. Well, this is like you're of, reading it off this, of fax. This goes back to what you're saying is like this idea of using his uh almost like using his voice as an instrument instead of just singing and being the singer, yeah. it's like, what can we do to his voice to make it sound so different? Maybe we can make it sound like a guitar. Which is a real cool way of saying bury it in the mix. Yeah. Treat it as an instrument, a.k.a. bury it in the fucking mix like My Bloody Valentine. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what the fuck you're saying. It's just it's just in there, in there. I mean, he sounds wallows. like, listen to some songs are like, the song remains the same or no quarter. And he sounds like a fucking cyborg mm-hmm. on these songs. I'm not even sure I've ever heard this before, honestly. Like whatever they're doing to his voice on Houses of the Holy doesn't even exist elsewhere in rock music. It almost even sounds like some sort of weird form of pitch shifting, but I don't know what it is. 100%. It's like, uh, well, you know what's funny is that people, when like uh, rappers do that, people are like, oh, they just put that stupid vocal effect on their voice. They can't actually sing. Yeah, 
Well, Robert Plant did the same thing, dude. Mm. I mean, on the album Presence, if you listen to his vocals on Presence, he sounds more like a witch than Stevie Nicks. Mm -hmm. It's just rough. Witchy, he's a witchy man. All right, we're breaking in here with the first of our paid advertisements on the Your Favorite Band Sucks podcast from No Quarter, a new pinball spot in East Nashville. Folks, if you love pinball, there is nowhere else in this entire area that is nearly as cool as No Quarter. I don't know how many machines they have. I probably should have figured that out. I'm going to guess like 15. There are No Quarters. You get tokens in there, and you get some tokens with every one of the drinks that you order. They do have beer and ciders, and I think they're working on getting their liquor license, and they have food like taquitos and pizza rolls and mini corn dogs. All the stuff that you probably weren't allowed to eat when you weren't allowed to go play as much pinball as you wanted to when you were a little kid, but now you're an adult and you could do whatever you want to do. So you can go here and spend like three or four hours playing pinball and listening to music on the jukebox. That wait, is free. wait, wait, wait. Yeah, what's up? There's a jukebox? Of course there's a jukebox, yeah. Uh, is there any uh, Led Zeppelin on the jukebox? Yeah. Do you think there's a, a song on the jukebox by right. Led Zeppelin called uh, No Quarter? I figured you'd probably... Well, I was just wondering. It's just a simple question. Okay. It is named after a Led Zeppelin song. So if you play No Quarter by Led Zeppelin in No Quarter, the pinball place, does it like turn into like a black hole and like implode on itself? Opera, I'm going to find opera. out. Oh, yeah. well, I'm going yeah. to find out. You're going to go there with I'm going to go there. We're going to go there soon and I'm going to find out. My experience has been sort of the opposite. Typically, there's some smart ass who thinks it's funny to play No Quarter like once an hour on the jukebox. But there's Jeez. a bunch of other stuff this on the sounds, jukebox. This sounds interesting. There's a bunch of stuff from local bands on the jukebox. You could listen to some music by people that you know, probably, your if you live here. Yeah, just, <laughs> if you just live like, here. Yeah. yeah, your friends are on the jukebox and play their great songs. Yeah, if you're ever, next time you're in Nashville, I may stop actually, by. I may actually pay them not to play music and so I can just play pinball because I love pinball. Pinball is great. It's small enough that we might be able to rent it out for a private party. I bet they would do that for us. Yeah, your favorite band sucks presents no music night. <laughs> silent pinball. Yeah, silent pinball at no quarter. <laughs> do you want to get him to turn all the sound off on all the machines too, Grandpa? <laughs> Fuck Mark. Go to no quarter in East Nashville, folks. It's 922B Main Street in Nashville, Tennessee. And follow him on Instagram too. It's at no quarter now. Nash, and they have their hours on there and you get to see pictures of some of the games and um, probably a picture of me and Mark at some point because we're going to go in there and hang out. Take pictures. And yeah, now that people have a reason to expect us to be there all the time, you know, <laughs> we're going to hang out and wait for you to recognize us. So we'll see you there. See you there. Bye bye. Back to the episode. Is Stevie Nicks and Robert Plant ever sang together? Is a witch, the witch and, witch and warlock got together and sang some songs. So here's the thing is I don't even want to try to find out if that might be true. Like I don't yeah. even want to know. Sure. Because I, I know I don't want to hear that. So I don't care. Put out a Christmas album you didn't know. <laughs> Would you be shocked? I wouldn't be shocked. Here's what I have to say that's going to make a lot of fans of our podcast real mad is that John Paul Jones is a fantastic musician. No, you're taking the high road. That's what I have to say about John Paul Jones. I think if John Paul Jones isn't in this band, no one ever cares about this band. Mm. So when we go low, you go high is what you're saying. John Paul Jones may be the single most underrated musician in the history of rock. Mm. Okay. He's the bass player. Yeah, he's the bass player, Mark. <laughs> he was the keyboard player. Yeah, he's also the guy who, when they started making good albums, after everyone started thinking they made bad albums, was playing all the synthesizer parts on the best shit. So here's the thing with John Paul Jones. He's a very good bass player. So, and if you don't believe me... Is he a good uh, keyboard player? Yes, he is. If you don't believe me, there's this DVD that came out, I don't know, 15 fucking years ago at this point, and it's just called Led Zeppelin, and the cover of it is a sand dune, and it's a lot of live footage of Zeppelin playing, and... One of the Zeppelin songs that you probably think has a great guitar riff in it is How Many More Times. And that's the one that's like... That. And yeah, everyone's like, oh yeah, fucking killer guitar riff, right? So you can watch Paige playing that guitar riff and slightly out of focus, just behind him, is John Paul Jones playing the exact same riff on a fucking bass guitar. Yeah, which is way sicker. And he's laying it the fuck 
down and also barely even trying. They're all, all just rocking out and having fun, which is the only reason that this band is like slightly tolerable. Yeah. That's, that is pretty but, sick. But here's the other thing. So, so that's him being a good bass player, right? Here's the other thing about John Paul Jones is eventually he starts doing all this weird shit with Mellotrons and synthesizers. It's the only reason that My Bloody Valentine ever even became a band is because of what John Paul Jones was doing in Led Zeppelin. So uh, if you've been having a really good time listening to this episode because you hate Led Zeppelin, but you love My Bloody Valentine, uh, your favorite band wouldn't exist if it wasn't for... John Paul Jones, because my bloody Valentine is just a straight ripoff of, of John Paul Jones of John Paul Jones <laughs> work in this band. Yes. But speaking of ripoffs, I think it's time to talk about the fact that Led Zeppelin is a cover band. And this is where we could probably have an, you know, alternate reality when we do follow up episodes of Led Zeppelin, an entire encyclopedia could be written about almost all of your favorite songs and you're sitting there and you're listening to Led Zeppelin and you're clicking through all of your favorite songs going, man, this song is so good, man, this song is so good, man, this song was ripped off for sure because almost <laughs> all of your favorite songs were either directly lifted as in like almost note for note lifted or certainly heavily heavily influenced by other people. I had an entire list and thanks to technology, I don't have it anymore. I think people know about this by now. I think a lot of people do know about this by now, but- I would hope so. If you don't, I mean, for real, just all you have to do is Google Led Zeppelin ripoff. Just do that. Dude, and, and spend three yeah, hours of your life yeah, ruining yeah, Led Zeppelin for yeah, yourself. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> it's- so real it is entirely correct and and when we say ripoff we don't mean that they like stole a guitar riff and wrote other lyrics on top of it and we don't mean that they like stole lyrics and put it on top of another guitar riff we mean they took songs just songs they took a song and played a song this is the thing they took a song that existed and played it and then said that they wrote it they should put out a record called this is mine now this is oh all right so all the way back to the beginning this is why this band exists this band started because they just wanted to play hard rock covers of old blues music in pubs someone gave them a record deal blah, blah, blah. They kind of write their own song with Communication Breakdown, which is their first hit, but they need a bunch of other shit to record. So they literally just record covers of blues songs and say that they wrote them. Mm. This is not an exaggeration. No, it's pretty insane. This is the craziest thing is that going into this episode, I knew they were ripoff bands. But the more that I really looked into it, I did not realize the number of songs. I knew that like, oh, Stairway to Heaven was a ripoff of this. And maybe this song was a ripoff of that. It is a long list. And not just the songs, like the riffs and the the titles. It's literally the titles. They're covering (laughs) these songs. They would change one word in the song title. Yeah. One word. And say, well, this is our our song. Well, now. here here's what's also crazy is that they didn't stop. No, even when presented, they with got it. called out pretty early on, right? And they just kept doing it. Yeah, they just kept recording blues songs and saying that it was a song that they wrote. They just kept fucking doing it <laughs> the entire time they were a band, man. And look, you can be the best shit that's ever happened to music. You can be an incredible musician. You can be a fucking genius. But if this is what you do, it's net negative. Mm. It's net negative. Mm -hmm. Like, we might as well have not had you. Because it doesn't matter. Because what you're doing is more damaging than the good that you may be doing. Mm -hmm. It's just not good. Other bands did this too, and we have called them out. The Rolling Stones tried to steal Love in Vain from Robert Johnson. 
The Beatles, I mean, don't even get me fucking started. The, the fucking Beatles, Beatles stole Beatles, everything. Man. This is what's crazy, though. Chuck Berry? Like- <laughs> Chuck Berry should have taken the Beatles to court for everything they had. Yeah, it's just crazy because I feel like so many people would say, if you asked them their favorite band, would either say the Beatles or Rolling Stone or, uh, or, or Led Zeppelin. The Beatles or Rolling Stones like, or Led Zeppelin, like, and they all just stole shit. That's probably 60% of the answers you would get, and they're all just thieves. Those three bands yeah. are just literal oh. thieves. Oh, so you like you like music stolen from black people? Yeah, cool, cool, because <laughs> cool. yeah. that's all three bands. And, and there are so many bands who did this, but probably no other band in history has tried to steal as much music as Led Zeppelin. They and and, and again, I'm using the word steal because that's the accurate word. They. They are thieves. They tried to take this. This isn't they, influence. We're not using the no, word. Yes. Notice, notice the I, word influence no, has I, never yeah, come I'm out not, of my I'm mouth. Not, <laughs> I'm not talking about their influence. I'm not even calling them a rip-off act. I, they stole music. This is what I think the actual story of Led Zeppelin is. Now follow me here. I think Robert Plant came here on vacation with his family at some point, and he was in a record store, and he was walking down the aisle, and he was going... Oh, this is mine now. This is mine now. This is mine now. I wrote that. I wrote this. And so he went home and he played the records and he was for his buddy, Jimmy. And and he said, look, dude, this is ours now. (laughs) And Jimmy went, yeah, this is ours now. I've seen them both blame the other one in interviews. As if the other one's not culpable. As if either one of them. Yeah, I had no idea that my other bandmate was ripping off everybody. Do you know what, now that you mention it? I I had heard that blues song 350 times before we recorded that, (laughs) but now that you mention it, it was Jimmy Page's idea. (laughs) That's right, yeah. Yeah, it was his idea. Now, I know what you're thinking. We (laughs) stole that, but Robert Robert was the one that sang it that way. I I, I don't know. I didn't tell him to sing exactly like every other blues album I found. He found, I mean, he found it. Did you know that there's an entire Wikipedia page dedicated just to listing, listing the songs Zeppelin ripped off and where they ripped them off from? And I'm pretty sure this Wikipedia page is longer than the list of people who have been in the band Fleetwood Mac and Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> it's just every fucking song. It's so long. Why do we give these people a pass? That's, I don't, I don't, I don't know. get it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. And if you can't read, you know, there's a YouTube just go to YouTube and search Led Zeppelin. Play, you probably can't spell plagiarism. Get someone to spell. <laughs> get someone to spell. No, Google it. It'll, yeah. it'll fix it for you. Get, get someone to spell plagiarism for you and then throw in Led Zeppelin the way that you think it's spelled because you're, you're, you're right. That's how it's spelled. And then part one, because part one of the Led Zeppelin plagiarism YouTube series is 10 fucking minutes long and there are three there's half an hour of youtube of just someone who's probably really shitty at making youtube videos talking about how much of a ripoff act this is sure we could stop recording this right now and rededicate our entire lives to just talking about led zeppelin being a ripoff band yeah you know though i don't even know how many of these fucking people give a shit that's the thing that's crazy to me you could show them, <laughs> you could show them every single, literally 100% of songs been ripped off and Led Zeppelin fans will go, yeah, so? Well, so what, yeah, dude? Yeah, it so? sounds cool. Well, well, yeah, it does sound Led cool. Led Zeppelin did it better, dude. These guitar riffs do sound cool with distortion and everything, but also they sounded cool when they were played by the guy that you stole them from. These guitar riffs were already good. These songs were already good. We didn't need you to put your fucking like white rock <laughs> I was just stamp say on that. it. We didn't need to put you whiteness on it. It that doesn't make it better. No, it doesn't. And, and make to be it clear, better. there's nothing wrong with playing covers, but. What this is, is it would be like if every time Jack White covered a song, he said he wrote it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> It'd be fucked up. I honestly think there's more originality in ICP. ICP has more originality than Led Zeppelin. Oh, for sure. Now that we've sold a bunch of shirts, maybe people will start responding to them wearing our shirt. We get tagged in 
post all the time I see. Yeah, if you get a shirt. At yfbspod.com. I want to hear the stories. Oh, I definitely want to hear some stories. I bet it's a lot of people laughing at the shirt. I bet when you're walking around in a shirt that says your favorite band sucks on it, you get a lot of people who aren't dumb as fuck going, that shirt's funny. I hope. It's a great conversation starter. Or ender. If you're a single person and you're someone that goes on dates, you should buy a shirt and wear it on a date. Mm-hmm. It's a great litmus test. Figure out right away. Oh, this person I'm going on this date with, his favorite band is Weezer. Text your friend. Hey, uh, can you call me in a minute and tell me that you really need my help? Get the fuck out of there. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Limb Biscuit for sure has more originality than Led Zeppelin. And again, it's not like they stopped. It's not like they stopped. And that's the part that actually kind of blows my mind. It's confronted with this. Led Zeppelin didn't change. There are four songs on Led Zeppelin 2 that they tried to take credit for. Four songs on Led Zeppelin 3. They kept this up for nearly their entire fucking career. (laughs) It never ended. Way past after people were like, hey, everyone knows you didn't write (laughs) way past songs. You know, Uh, hey, man, you know, we know you ripped those off, right? I remember specifically Paige trying to say like, we kind of did some new stuff with it. it, We made our, we put our spin on it. It was like, like, did you? (laughs) Did you? That's like taking the Mona Lisa and adding some color to it and saying, I painted that. I painted that. No, you fucking didn't. You changed your fucking hair color to red, you dick. It's still not your painting. One song, maybe two. I'm pretty sure there's only one song on Led Zeppelin's first album that isn't a straight fucking ripoff. I, and that's really generous of you. I would have said every single song they wrote was a ripoff. Here's a quote from Robert Plant. Quote, you only get caught when you're successful. End quote. I love it. At least they don't try to hide it. So we talked about Howlin' Wolf in the Rolling Stones episode, but man, if anyone out there hasn't spent much time on Howlin' Wolf, just get the chess records box set. Whatever, I think it's called the chess box or whatever. Just, just fucking get that and listen to that. And I promise you that you will feel a lot better listening to that than you feel listening to Led Zeppelin. Because even if you don't know that they stole these songs, I really feel like on some psychic level, it's got that information has to get through to you. If somebody told me that Howlin' Wolf... After he passed away, they like went into his home and they found entire custom altars of voodoo dolls of each individual member of Led Zeppelin, each individual member of Rolling Stones, etc. I would totally believe you. Oh, absolutely. I would 100% believe that this guy spent so much of his dying days stabbing each one of these uh, very successful, commercially successful band. But here's the other thing. So they constantly get called out for being a ripoff band, and that's great, and they should. They didn't just steal from old blues musicians from 20 years before they got famous. They also stole from the people who were in bands in the same scene that they're in, like their friends who no one has ever heard of. This would actually be more like if you and Jack White were coming up in the same scene you know, 20 years ago and no one had ever heard of either of you and then the white stripes blew up Mm. and they were the biggest thing on the fucking planet and you were also in this other band that was with them and Jack just started playing your songs and said that he wrote them and that's not an exaggeration. Yeah. This is what Led Zeppelin did. The most famous Led Zeppelin song of all time. Which is... Stairway to Heaven. Which is... A straight ripoff of, I don't know the damn name. It's spirit. It's, it's crazy. Go ahead. Do you have any idea how much fucking gall it takes to just take songs from the other bands who are playing on the same bills as you? You just fucking take their songs and you're like, yup, we wrote that. That's crazy. 
That's insane. It's so insane. That's insane. The closest parallel that I can think of to that is like 10 years ago when everyone realized that Carlos Mencia was stealing. Joe Rogan. He was stealing riffs from people. And Mm -hmm. yeah, and then finally Rogan. Rogan called him out. Yeah, finally that happened. He was like riffing off everybody. But for a while before Rogan called him out. He got away with it. He was just doing this. Yeah. And everyone was like, yeah, that's the way it is. Mencia steals your shit. You fucking deal with it. (laughs) Right. That's Led Zeppelin. We should lobby Rogan to pick a fight with Led Zeppelin the way that he picked a fight with Mencia. Look, dude. This band had just lifted all this shit from somebody else. I think most people who like this band have no fucking clue. Sure. Because here's my thing. If you know the music that they're stealing from, it's just clearly better. The music that they're stealing from is so much better than what they're doing. I listen to Howlin' Wolf way more than I listen to Led Zeppelin mm. at home. Just, mm. it's not even wait, comparable. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Are, are you saying that you listen to Led Zeppelin at home? Is there something you want to talk to us about? I, I don't. Is there something you want to share with the podcast listeners, Tyler? I don't, I don't know what you might mean. Let's talk about Stairway to Heaven, man. I hate this fucking song. You know, does anyone like, do you know anyone who likes this song? I know people that say they do, but I guarantee if you turn it, they wouldn't listen to it. I don't know anybody that actively listens to Led Zeppelin at all, to be honest. I know people that would say, oh, I love Stairway to Heaven. If you were to ask them when was the last time you listened to it, they would probably say when they were 16. Really? Why is it always the band's worst song that becomes their most popular song? This is Led Zeppelin's worst song is Stairway to Heaven. Mm -hmm. No question. Mm -hmm. How long is it? Eight minutes? Ten minutes? The thing is, is if you've ever listened to it on the radio, you don't even usually get the full version. They usually chop it down. It's just not a good song. The thing that sucks is because we're talking about it, it's just going to be stuck in my fucking head. I, I know. You have to think about it right now. People have a tendency to talk about Stairway to Heaven like it's this overplayed thing. Like it gets played too much and that's why it's not good is because everyone's heard it too much. I, I'm here to tell you. It's just not good. The first time. I ever heard this song, I hated it. And I've never liked it since that time. It's not a good song. It's a fucking terrible song. First of all, the lyrics are trash. It doesn't mean shit. And it's obviously way too long. And what here's what this is. This song is a sunk cost fallacy. It's people who listen to something for long enough to where they feel invested in it and they're just like, well, gonna see where this goes. And it just went on for so long that they felt like it must be good if they paid attention to it for that long. (laughs) I've invested eight minutes of my life. This song must be great. Yeah. Was it a hit? Oh, dude, yeah. No shit, I had no idea. Who the fuck played an eight-minute song on the radio? Oh, they did. Yeah. Jesus. Four people. That was also part of the thing. It was, oh, my God, can you believe they're going to play an entire eight-minute long song on the fucking radio? Yeah, no. It must be that good. No. No. Were your grandparents ever wrong about any other shit? Like, I don't know, racism? (laughs) Yeah, they're wrong. They're fucking wrong. It's not good. Just because you made it through the eight-minute song doesn't make it a good song. This isn't a fucking endurance contest. (laughs) No. I had heard about Stairway to Heaven before I actually heard the song Stairway to Heaven, you know? I may have even seen uh, Wayne's World. I was just going to say Wayne's World. Did you see Wayne's World? I may have even seen that before I actually heard the song, so I didn't get the joke, so I was like, wait, what's the joke? And I go listen to the song and I was just like, huh? Yeah. Why did anyone care about this? I don't, I've never met a person who likes this song. Have you? No, but I love that part in Wayne's World. That's a great part. I love that. No stairway. No stairway. Robert Plant doesn't even like this song. No, I mean, no shit tons of people that love this song. Nobody says a favorite song. I mean, a mere 17 years later, (laughs) he said he thought he'd break out in hives if he still had to sing that song every night. This is the way I think about it. If you say your favorite band is Led Zeppelin, I think you're a poser. If you say your favorite Led Zeppelin song is Stairway to Heaven, you're like peak poser. What's your favorite Beatles record? Sergeant Pampers. Get the fuck out of here. Jesus Christ. It's the same people. Seriously. It, it is the same it's people. It's the same people. Same t-shirts. One, same haircuts. Same, hats. same, hats. same floppy fucking hat. Floppy fucking hats. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, that was a callback to our first episode. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. Fucking floppy hat, motherfucker. There's a fucking flute on this song. Fuck flutes. Fuck unicorns. 
Fuck the Hobbit. I don't care about any of this shit. And Stairway to Heaven is just some all of it and together. Like <laughs> intro to being a fucking nerd. Nerd 101, Stairway to Heaven. This is the first song you get handed in Nerd I Club. Mean, I feel like Spinal Tap had to have been heavily influenced by just this song alone. Not just the bands in Led Zeppelin. Oh, yeah. I know heavily influenced yeah. it, but this song alone must have been like the breaking point. Y'all know you can just listen to fucking folk music, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. you don't you don't have if to you listen. Like the flute, just listen to a fucking flute song. You don't have to listen to some rock band put out the worst version of folk music that has ever been recorded. You just don't have to do it. <laughs> That's all I can and, hear now and, is the flute. And the only place it goes is it just becomes a super shitty radio rock song. It's like real bad folk music yeah. and then a really bad radio rock song. You don't have to listen to any of this. I think you can be- listen to good folk music. You can listen to good country music too, by the way, because country music is better than every rock and roll band that has ever existed. I think if you were to take it and chop it into two songs which you could easily do. Nobody would like either song. Individually, people would not like the songs. But they like it when it's eight minutes long. It's so fucking long. Oh, it's a really long song. Cool. Can you imagine being in a car? Back in the day, there's not a lot of radio stations to choose from. You're driving to work, listening to your favorite channel. You got about 10 minutes left before work and this song comes on. This is the rest of your fucking drive. This is it. And if you don't like the song, you're just fucked. If you think that Led Zeppelin isn't a jam band, I would point you to Mo- any live performance. Moby Dick, they actually recorded a drum solo. There's a drum solo on one of their albums. Just watch any of their live shows. They are literally a jam band. They do a half hour drum solo mm-hmm. live. Mm-hmm. They do like mm-hmm. half hour guitar half an solo. Hour. Half hour guitar solo song. Oh my god! Come the fuck on! Sadomasochistic self hatred. If this isn't a jam band, there's no such thing as jam bands. Led Zeppelin is a jam band. If you like Zeppelin and you think you hate jam bands, you're wrong. I love Led Zeppelin. I think Fish sucks. Mm. In 2012, Rolling Stone held a readers' poll asking. Uh, what Led Zeppelin fans thought Led Zeppelin's best song was, and they all voted for Stairway to Heaven, mm. which is mm. fucking mind-blowing to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, 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 I would think of Stairway to Heaven as the entry-level song that people who don't really like this band that's say. That's a poser they, song. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's a poser it's, song. It's what you say you like yes. if you don't actually like music. Uh, dude. Listen, because if, if you like music, you don't like that song, no and if you like way. that song, you don't fucking like music. Yes, and for people to vote that the best Zeppelin it's song, po- posers, is, man, I'm upset about that. It's poser fucking rock and roll right there, to a T. Y'all are fucking weird. I don't know. Do you want to know who never liked Led Zeppelin? Who? Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop never liked Led Zeppelin. Keith Richards never liked Led Zeppelin. Jack Bruce of Cream didn't like Led Zeppelin. And Jimi Hendrix did not like Led Zeppelin. You can find quotes from all of those people (laughs) talking about Led Zeppelin. And you should because if Led Zeppelin is your favorite band. Your favorite band sucks. You are welcome for another episode of Your Favorite Band Sucks. Now, please leave me alone. I'm very busy and very tired. If you live under a rock or you still don't follow us anywhere on social media, this podcast was written about in the Wall Street Journal, so Mark is famous now. It's a lot to keep up with, and I already had a lot to deal with, but fine. We could put some more episodes out, so next week's episode will be on Queen, the band, yes, the one with Freddie Mercury in it, and there's going to be the movie, 